we're all protecting you. We have we all have protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I was I so mad. Don't ever breathe. Don't breathe. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It is Eddie Estrada here for the most dynamic reunions of the entire world. It's me and Armin are back together to podcast, even virtually, but still. Yeah, not exactly quite back together because we are adhering to all the guidelines. We're self-isolating. We're quarantining. Quarantining. It's a a a crazy world out there. Here's a little distraction for you as we talk Bravo celebrities. <laughs> I think we all need it. And like, honestly, like there's nothing better than watching your favorite shows and talking about your favorite people and listening to other people talk about your favorite people. Like it's such an escape that we all need. So like, we're going to give it to you. We're back y'all. I know we were gone, but now we're back and I'm so happy. This feels so good. This feels so right. And it wasn't even timed up by the way to the pandemic. We were coming back now yeah. anyway, it was just a giant coincidence, uh, but you know, yeah. you've been uh, taking classes at UCB. I have. I've been busy volunteering. We ha- we've had all these things going on, but actually, Armin was just saving the world. No big deal. Just saving the world. But other than that, I've just been watching Bravo. I hope you've watched the latest episode of Atlanta. Of course, that's what we're talking about today, guys. If <laughs> what you if you just didn't watch it and you just improvised like, this entire podcast? I'm like, yeah, so like Kenya did something crazy and Nini did something crazy and Portia made me laugh. Like, it's really easy. Um, <laughs> that's it. There you go. Well, thanks that, for joining that was, us. That was the episode. That's um, our commentary for today. Um, no, I did watch it. I watched it um, yesterday. I've been, you know, self-quarantining. Um, and, and that was the thing. I watched Family Karma. I watched Atlanta. I was trying to watch a new Shaws and I forgot Shaws moved to Fridays. So I already watched the Shaws. Um, it's no longer on Sundays. But um, if you're not watching Shaws, also must watch. If you're not watching Family Karma, you've got to watch that. Family Karma is next level. Armin, have you checked it out yet? No, not yet. But I'm going to watch it and then I'm going to listen to your recap with Matthew. <laughs> I did. Yes, I will have a recap with Matthew as well on that. Um, okay, so Atlanta. The girls are still in Greece. Um, and there was so much shade this episode, Armin. Are you, like, you watched it, right? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I'm just going to react <laughs> to your play-by-play. Yeah, of course I watched it. I, uh, I have no idea what Kenya's MO was in this episode, at least in okay, regards yeah. to Cynthia. Totally out of nowhere. Of course, yeah. it's resolved pretty quickly, too. Uh, but I can't make any sense of it. It's like, okay... I was okay. First of all, let's let's talk about let's talk about this instance that we're talking about where Kenya basically was like ganging up on Cynthia for no reason at all. No reason. Um, they were doing this dinner in the sky, which, by the way, watching this, I would be like, if I did this, I would be freaking out on the way up, and then give me like five minutes to just gather myself, and I'd be fine. But like, I would be screaming, crying. I would have fully been Nini. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, just like you, I would have no. fully been Nini. I and I don't really have a fear of heights, but it looked a little unsturdy, or at the I very feel like least, you're braver than me though. That's why I was shocked. I don't know. I don't know. I think I would have been nervous. At the very least, inside, I would have been panicking just a bit because it wasn't just still. If it was still, I think I would have a better yeah. time with it. But the turning of it, 
I think I would have yeah. felt like nauseous. Like there would have been some motion sickness yeah, thing happening. That's the I don't other know. Thing. It's uh, yeah. And, you're drinking uh, and you're eating, but the drinking must have come in handy, handy yeah, in, I, in alleviating the fears. See, that's the thing is like, give me like one of those glasses of rosé and I'd be fine. Like I'd be good to go. Give me one of the bottles. Um, I'm with Nini. Yeah, just, Has anybody had yeah, a full just, bottle? Oh yeah. You have the full bottle. Um, but yeah, at this dinner, they're all like talking and stuff. And then out of nowhere, Kenya starts to like grill, um, Cynthia on like what kind of wines are paired best with what kind of foods. And like Cynthia's like, oh, well I'd pair this with this and this. And like, Kenya's like, oh, well, even with the acidity of this and the flavor of that, you would pair it together and just trying to be like, well, name how many types of red wine are they? And Cynthia's like, there are several, several red wines. And it's amazing how it starts. It starts with Cynthia saying, ooh, I like this rosé. Mm-hmm. Like a That's totally, all she says. A totally innocuous statement, something that anybody would say, uh, if only to be polite to the server. Yes. Right? Yes. Because the person is right there with you. It's not like they yes, you know pour the I mean. wine and go away. So she's like, I like this rosé. And Kenya's like, well, why do you like it? Like, explain why you like it. And then, like you described, Eddie, it just becomes this grill fest. And yeah. it was so intense. I don't know. Maybe it was the altitude? Um, No. I think Kenya <laughs> was just feeling, like, extra bitchy that day. And that's the thing. It's like... Well, didn't Kenya... Cynthia say later in the episode that Kenya resorts to this sort of, like, defensiveness? Or even, I guess you could call it aggressiveness. It's not really being defensive. When she is going through turmoil. Like... Yeah. And, and, and to some point, I do understand. Like, you know, like, everyone, when they're going through things, they, they get a little bit snappy or they yeah. get a little bit, like they get into weird like ticks and tacks, you know, of like how they feel and how they're going to react. And like, I was definitely on edge this week. Like I was still having to go into work for a good chunk of days and I interact with people all day. And so I was nervous and I was on edge and maybe I like would say or do things that were like a little bit like snappy. Um, but like Kenya, like was really leaning into it, even if she was, you know what I mean? Like it, it's not being a, moody. It's not a single yeah. snap moment. It, it felt coordinated it felt, yes, it felt thought it, out cal- very calculated of kenya to be like asking her specific questions and trying to kind of like make her look like her business should not be her business you know what i mean like the synth the bailey wine cellar like she's basically being like well cynthia you know nothing about wine so why are you doing this and i feel like yes she's maybe she's trying to discredit someone else's business because you know kenya wears a wig mm-hmm. okay but that's, that's the, the whole thing isn't it hypocritical Yes, it is because, and then that's the other thing. Sorry, me and Armin are like FaceTiming and it was like, I was trying to find like a good spot and I realized it was probably really weird for you to like not see my full body. I just saw your forehead. I know, sorry. Well, I don't need to see your whole body. Here, I'm scooting all the way back. I don't need the whole body. No, don't need that. (laughs) Okay, so, sorry, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so like, the thing is, is like, when Kenny was in the confessional and she was like, if you guys ask me one more question about this, like who's asking me these questions? Yeah. Like, it's not the same thing. Y'all are stupid. And she like gets up and like, wasn't she like, like I'm, I'm going to walk away. Like I could walk yeah, away. She's like, I'm going to leave. I could, I could walk away. And it's like, okay. So clearly you understand how this was hypocritical because you don't want to be confronted about the situation. And like, what's the truth? You know what I mean? It was really weird. And then she goes, look, there's a difference between what Tanya did and what I did. Like Tanya was going after my business. I was just ribbing a friend 
And you know what? Maybe Cynthia could learn a thing or two about wine. It was so shady. And like that kind of goes to prove that it wasn't just the altitude. Yes. Because that confessional was filmed months later. Much after. Weeks later. Yes. I don't know. A yes. while after. So she had been thinking about it and definitely had no remorse. It was it was several <laughs> days after. Oh, as, at least. As, as oh, yes. Several. Several. I several love, glasses of wine thing. later. That was that was that killed me. She's like, how many red wines are there? And Cynthia just sips her wine. She goes, there are several. Eddie, name five types of red wine right now. Go. Okay. Um, Go. A Cabernet, uh, hurry up. A Cab Sav, Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, you've got um, Go. a Chardonnay. No, that's, no, Chardonnay that's white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sparkling. A Cab, I already said Sab Cav. Um, <laughs> Sab Cav, okay. Cab Sav, Cab, so Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, <laughs> Come on. Um, a Malbec. Yeah, Malbec, yeah. Um. Zinfandel, no? Yeah, yeah, Zinfandel, yeah. Uh, Rosé? No, no. That's halfway between white and red. <laughs> oh, uh, um. You don't know any more? I'm sure. Merlot? Merlot, maybe? Oh, Merlot. Merlot. Um, I don't know any. I'm not a whiner. Okay. Well, that's okay. You did, I know, you did well. Um, Pinot? Cab Sav. I know Pinot Grigio. Yeah. That's all I ordered when I was at Lollapalooza Pinot three Noir? years ago. P- oh, Pinot Noir. I know that one yeah. from uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Pinot Noir. <laughs> <laughs> there's also blends. I don't know if Cynthia could have gotten away with that saying a blend. Yeah, there's a red blend. There's right. a white blend. Um, <laughs> I know um, Champagne. I know Moscato. Well, neither I, of those are red wines. Uh, well, Moscato I used to. That's what I used to drink illegally in uh, college. I would jugs of barefoot Moscato at CVS. It's a little too sweet for me. I like a Sauvignon. It was too much too sweet. It's very sweet. I like a Sauvignon Blanc when it comes to white wine. It's not too sweet. That's what I like. But anyway, this you isn't should, a wine podcast. You should, yeah, you should, you should start working at uh, this, uh, the uh, Bailey Wine Cellar. Is she taking uh, applications? I mean, clearly you know more about wine than her, so <laughs> might as well just run the place. I know sure nothing about wine. This is effervescent. Um, yeah, and, and Cynthia uh, was also grilled by Kenya about pairing wines with certain kinds of food. That was so over the top. I don't understand it. I, I, I don't know where it came from. And honestly, I don't think we'll ever get a resolution. It was just kind of like a random attack. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. It's like Kenya had something, had something she needed to get off her chest. She needed to direct her anger at someone, and that was the easiest thing. You know what I mean? It was like, I can pick on Cynthia. She won't Cynthia fight back. Forgive me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she won't fight back, and she'll forgive me. It's whatever. It's no big deal. But it's like, girl, come on. It's rude. Um, but I don't know. And we see later in the episode, like, Kenya's got to be with a lot of people right now. And she's kind of digging herself into this hole because – not only does she's got something going on with um, Cynthia now, which she starts here. She's also got something going on with Tanya. She's also gotten something going on with Nini. She's also got something going on. You know what I mean? And it's just these enemies are keeping, you know, piling up and growing and growing. And it's like Kenya's digging herself into the same hole she was in, you know, seasons ago. Like she's the villain once again. And she's not going to get out of this because of the way she acts. I think she's comfortable and- in that role. It's funny, though, that Tanya and Portia had to convince Cynthia that um, Kenya was being shady. And even in the moment, everyone's like, oh, that was a read. That was a read. And she's like, what did she say about how it can't be a read 
like if you if you don't like let it be a read like if, like you know what i'm saying do you remember like, that girl. moment yeah <laughs> and everyone's like and no like, still a read like trust me it's it's she still was like being shady as hell to you like obviously everyone else noticed it and then even when tanya and, and Portia are, are telling cynthia um that it was shady cynthia's like well, th- well thanks for bringing that to my attention but doesn't really take it too seriously Brings it up at the end at the ruins party. Oh my god, this ruins party! And they very quickly reconcile. I actually don't think this is going to be uh, a long-standing beef. Oh no, I yeah. don't think it's going to be. It's basically resolved at finally gets resolved at the ruins party, which we'll get to. Um, and I don't think it's going to be the major issue. I think what's going to be the major issue moving forward is going to be Nini versus Kenya. Which oh yeah. Is a- which is, you know, mm. a Godzilla versus, you know, the T-Rex or, or, you know, like, I don't know, like the big, <laughs> the two big monsters. They're going head to head, which I love to see. And it was very entertaining at the end of this episode. My jaw was on the floor. Um, but before we get to that, we need to get to um, Portia and Nini yep. reconciling. Yep. It was in private. Yes, they went and had their own little one-on-one. But I have to say, I'm happy to see... As much as like Nini is the worst person ever, I feel like her <laughs> and Portia have like a very clear connection and clear bond and like a very strong relationship that's like almost like I do believe a sisterhood between the two of them and that they do truly need each other. And it's nice to see them come back to a place of understanding and love. The big sis, little sis. Yes. I was, I was like almost in tears too. Like they were crying. They're like, I missed you so much. I missed you so much. And it was like, it was nice for you know, Nini to kind of take responsibility in her space and for, you know, Portia to do what she needed to do as well. And it was, it was a touching moment. It's funny how easily things could get resolved when you're just open and honest about your feelings. Exactly. Because like just Portia just laid it out bare and told Nini exactly, uh, you know, what was bothering her. Portia was vulnerable and, told like Nini very vividly about like her real lived experience through like all of that fighting like to to the point of being graphic at points remember yeah where she's like I'm breastfeeding I had to literally take my child off me and send that, those texts and then like post those texts on Instagram but I actually think uh by doing that it resonated with Nini more deeply yeah she saw yeah yeah because she saw the actual impact of her words, right? It wasn't just like Portia throwing, you know, let's say insults or getting back at her by posting the text to Instagram. Like all of that stuff is ineffectual, right? Yeah. It's sitting down with someone and saying, hey, this is actually how my day-to-day um, was impacted. This is how I felt emotionally. It then results in the other person being like, okay, I really yeah. get it now. I apologize. You could get to a place of forgiveness. And I kind of feel like you can credit this result partially to the therapy that Portia has been going to. Oh, I think a hundred percent. It's because of the therapy that Portia has been going through. She understands how to talk to people. She understands that for people to be vulnerable with her, she needs to be vulnerable for them. And I feel like Portia for a long time has had these walls up. She's very confrontational. She's not going to let you in. She's not going to tell you the truth. She's going to fight back. She's always going to have a comment. Um, and, you know, she's at that point now where she's like, no, when I take a step step back, when I'm vulnerable, when I give part of myself to this person, they'll be able to do the same and we'll be able to come to a resolution that's a lot better for both of us than, you know, the fights and the 
stuff she's gotten to before because, hey, we've seen what we've seen. Good for Portia. She's taking in the lessons. Um, when Portia leaves that part, that um, one-on-one with uh, Nini. She's inspired. She's inspired. <laughs> she really is. She believes that everyone needs to come to terms with all of the drama that they have on their own lives. But be you know, vulnerable. Be, be honest. Vulnerable, be honest. And you know what? Put it in front of everyone else. So she decides with Tanya, who, by the way, both of them are drunk off their asses. All these ladies <laughs> have been like wine tasting all day and drinking and eating. And like they are drunk. Um they decide to host a ruins party because um, they don't want to have any relationships still be in ruins <laughs> after Greece. They're so good like, at the themed parties. I was like, okay, I get it. I, I feel it. I love a good theme party. You know me. I'm always down to dress up, get into a vibe, get into a theme. Um, a costume is always a great plus. And I would have been full decked out Hercules outfit <laughs> at this ruins party. I would have had like, pain on one shoulder panic on the other like maybe would have gone as hades and had like the flames i was big by the way armin into greek mythology when i was younger like huge like knew i know every story i was like obsessed with like i hercules like the movie (laughs) i was anything greek mythology like i knew i knew the roman names i was like i'm i it's truth i'm the big nerd for greek mythology so this is like a dream trip dream trip Aren't they uh, doing a live-action Hercules? So, um, they're not... I haven't heard anything about a live-action Hercules, but they did do... They uh, they are making a Broadway play of it, or a musical uh, version. Okay. Um, okay. I need to talk about how all the ladies were upset that Portia came up with this theme after she had her one-on-one with Nini, and she wasn't going to bring that up at this party. Do you think she needed to, or do you think she was in her own right to be like, no, everyone else, do your thing. I already did my thing with Nini. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, the one-on-one happened organically, you yeah. know, and then she thought of a themed party, <laughs> and we're going to run with it, and it's perfect because we all know that a ruins party that's supposed to end with all the friendships not in ruins <laughs> actually means that we're going to end the party with all the friendships in ruins. So you got to roll with the punches. I don't know. Seems like kind of a, I don't know, like a weird digression to me. There, yeah. There's been tons of one-on-ones all season long. Are we going to fold them all into this ruins party? Hey, I know the, need- yeah, I know the uh, Nini Porsche one just happened, but it's okay. We don't need to rehash it, especially as viewers here. We just watched yeah. it. We don't want to see a repeat. Let's see all the new stuff go down. Well, Candy was Candy wasn't having that because Candy needed that resolved first. I loved how she was like, "I'll start," and then she was like, "Portia, what happened with you and Nini when you went on your one-on-one?" But that's why I love Candy. Also, side note: Did you know Candy's on Mass Singer? I saw that on Twitter. I saw yeah. that on. I, I think I saw that on Twitter. I don't watch the Mass Singer though. Oh, I watch the Mass Singer. <laughs> I'm a big Mass Singer fan, guys. If you Watch Mass Singer. Um, I think the kangaroo is Jordan Woods, which I think is kind of shocking. Um, my Mass Singer fans out there will know what I'm talking about. I just my, see videos my, my, pop my through on Twitter every now and then. Like I saw the Sarah Palin thing the other week. It's so good. I also, uh, I, I could talk about Mass Singer for days. I'm not even starting Mass Singer podcast. <laughs> just myself talking about Mass Singer, guys. Watch the Masked that. Podcast. 
the masked podcast. It's great. I would love to have Jenny McCarthy's job and just guess who is behind these masks every week. And you know they get She's paid like millions of dollars just to yeah. make terrible guesses. Exactly. It's like I I feel like I know who it is. I could I could be Jenny McCarthy. So. You know, forget Hot and Bravo, I'm going on The Masked Singer. Um, <laughs> but you ruined the game, by the way, by guessing right. I think they actually have to be terrible guessers. Yeah. I've seen some clips, and they are so off. They are so off. And it's sometimes so shocking who's underneath the mask. That's the best part. God, I'm such a stan for uh, <laughs> the stupid mass Singer. Gosh darn it. Wow, I am literally 57 Yeah, you're thrown old. off. You can't even uh, concentrate on okay. the ruins party. That's how thrown okay, off you are by the Masked Singer. Party, yeah. So we had Candy, <laughs> of, of course, from the Masked Singer confront um, Portia. <laughs> of the Masked um, Singer. Uh, of no, of no other fame but the Masked Singer. No, she's known for maybe being on the Masked Singer. She might be under that mask. That's what Candy's known for. It's her big, big fame. Yeah. Uh, did she do anything ticket. else singing related? No, nah, no, nah, just nah, she just was, being was, masked while singing. The, yep. She was on the Masked Singer, if you've ever heard of it. Yeah, it's kind of a big show. Yeah, um, everyone watches it. Um, but after they have their one-on-one, I think the next two to have a confrontation are Cynthia and Kenya. Correct. Right, which is a nothing moment. Yeah. It's, I think it was Kenya apologizing to Cynthia. Yeah. Or was, oh no. And Cynthia, well, Cynthia's the one with that was like, you know what? I thought it was a joke. That's how I took it. But like, more I sat with it and the more you did it, the more it felt like it was pointed at me. I don't want to have this be an issue. Like, how did you feel? And Kenya's like, oh yeah, you know what? Like, I didn't mean it like that. It was a joke. Like, we're friends and I'll always be friends, you know, kind of thing. And it was like, okay, sign, seal, delivered. Those two are done. Then, which kind of sets off Nini. Yes, because because it like, was oh. too easy. It was too yes. easy. How did yes. Cynthia forgive uh, Kenya that easily for not only um, trying to ruin her business, maybe, yeah, uh, but also definitely ruining her engagement, which I don't think Nini brings up in the moment, but she says in her confessional, right? Yeah, where she's like, "How is Kenya allowed to get away with all this? She ruined her engagement. She's everything, yeah. She's ruining her business, but." Cynthia just, you know, brushes it aside. I mean, I get, I think I get where Nini's coming from. She's kind of like, well, Cynthia's being a doormat for Kenya. Cause like at this point, Cynthia kind of is being a doormat for Kenya. You know, she's letting her kind of do everything to her and be like, oh, well, you know, doesn't mean well, oh, well, she's going through a hard time, you know? And it's like, you can't give people a lot of chances, but at the same time, that's not in Nini's business. Nini just wants to see Kenya go down. You know what I mean? She just wants to see Kenya fall, and she's like, well, this is the only way that I can get these girls to realize that Kenya's bad is because, you know, Cynthia's the one. And it's like, no, like, we know Kenya's bad, and the girls choose to, like, be on Kenya's side instead of yours because, like, I mean, the lesser of two evils, like, I would rather <laughs> be with Kenya than Nini as well. But I think if I was uh, Nini, I would also wonder why, like, Kenya's given so many more chances. I mean, I would say, yeah. wait, I was way closer to Cynthia. I was also going through a hard time, mm-hmm. right? Like, you can't use that as a point of contrast. Well, Kenya's going through a divorce. Nini's husband had cancer. Yeah. Also going through a very difficult time. And you can argue that the differences were pettier between Cynthia and Nini, right? Yeah. Than actually, like, ruining the engagement and now, like, going after her business. Um so I, I I can see it from Nini's perspective in that moment. 
because if I were Nini, I would also be wondering why are you like treating these two situations differently? Yeah. And, but like, yeah. And I mean, yeah, I understand it, but Nini and if her situation is with Cynthia, then she needs to have, have it focus on Cynthia. Her anger is misdirected at Kenya just because she hates Kenya. You know, it's not Kenya, the one that's forgiven Kenya. It's Cynthia forgiving Kenya. I think she's just aggrieved overall. Well, Nini makes it known that she is aggrieved <laughs> and just starts spitting out things like, oh, your cat's dry. Like, there's a reason your husband left you. Hold like, on. Kenya actually called Nini dry first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then she threw it back. Well, I loved that line. And then the, and then, and then the this shot of the cat, one of the stray cats yep. in Greece. Yeah. It was beautiful. Uh, and then somehow, like, a Tanya... Um, Kenya reconciliation was snuck in there. Yeah, that also wasn't a hundred percent. I feel like resolved. I mean, it kind of was. It kind of was. Tanya- Tanya's like, I never really meant to go after your business. I'm sorry. And then Kenya's like, Well, I'm sorry about you know what I did um, in regards to you know your husband because Tanya was saying like that's like a really terrible thing to do, which sets off Nini again. Mm-hmm. Because Tanya is saying something like, "Look, I understand going after someone's business; it's terrible, but family is even the most super- important." Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was a good line from Tanya, and it's true. It's like going after each other's business is one thing, but going to each other's family is a whole right. other issue that like, like supersedes business. Yes, and then under her breath, Nini's like, "Oh, that's low." Yeah, that was low, and it just sets off another. A married woman would not do that. A married right. woman would never do that. Right, right, right. And so then that sets off another battle, where we get peanuts thrown. Um, can you get charged for assault for throwing peanuts? I I died at that line. I wish she was like, "Assault me with a peanut." Come on, Nini, <laughs> assault me. And then we get a to be continued. Oh, Nini's oh. gonna spit though. You know this is true. You know Nini spits. Gosh, well, it's a to be continued, so we're going to see how this fight pans out. Um, Nini versus Kenya is definitely going to, it's going to pick up. Like, these two are against each other. Also, let's talk really quick, since we haven't been able to. Atlanta reunion is postponed. Oh, right. Yes, I saw that. Um, Which is really interesting. Um, We might not get it for a while. It could be a while until we get this Atlanta reunion, because we don't know when things are going to pick up or when things are going to start up again. Um, but I, think I think they should video be... conference it. No, you need them in the room. You need no, to feel that tension. No, video conference it. Why not? No, and I, I think it might be better if we get the time. This is what I'm thinking. If we have the time to wait, you know, it will give the women more time to think, more time to, like, get their receipts, get their, like, <laughs> thoughts in order, prepare monologues. Um, you know, maybe fit like make some video content, a PowerPoint presentation. There's all these things that we could get when these women have time to prepare. And I think Atlanta is the best do that. We've seen Atlanta was unprecedented before. We had Atlanta, um, you know, with the first four part reunion. You know, Atlanta has made strides since day one, and I think the first quarantine reunion, post quarantine reunion, is going to be a big deal. By the way, did you hear that Big Brother Germany is finding out this week? that there's a quarantine and that the whole virus is going on outside because they've been in the Big Brother house. They've basically been on quarantine. Yes. Right. Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. Huh. I wonder how they'll react to that. Well, I didn't get to go to the Big Brother auditions because they they, um, postponed the Big Brother auditions in Los Angeles. 
When, so, when were they supposed to be? Um, March f- March 7th. Oh, wow. Or March 9th. Yeah, back then. So, but it didn't happen. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, on the topic, I think a lot of Bravo productions will be delayed. Oh, that's for sure. I heard somewhere that before things started stopping, NOLA, Southern Charm, New Orleans was filming. Yeah, um, that has to stop, obviously. I know. Well, everything's stopping. But I we do have Beverly Hills coming. We do have New York coming. We have Summer House in full effect, which we haven't talked about yet, but we are going to. Um, Atlantis, of course, we have the rest of the episodes of that. Um, Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules. See, I think there's a lot of reunions that are coming up, and I don't see an end to all this uh, self-isolating um, uh, measures. I don't see an end to these self-isolating measures anytime soon. So I think no. uh, they should get innovative. Do video conferencing. Why not? I'm throwing it out there. I think I think that could work for Vanderpump Rules. I feel like a Vanderpump Rules digital reunion would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, a digital reunion, a virtual reunion. Oh my God! What if they like? Okay, wait. I just had a brilliant idea. What if they make a VR world and they all sit and they all are like in this VR like? There you go. Um, I'm like with the mask, and then we can also. You that the, you could be in the audience, like anyone who has like a virtual reality headset, like an Oculus headset. And Bravo, if you steal this idea, I'm coming for you with lawyers. <laughs> Armin, I need you to timestamp my voice. We're going to pan it. We're going to pan Yeah, and then no, so we kidding. can all we can all be in the reunion with the Vanderpump Rules cast. Hey, we're offering it reunion. up. We're offering it up. We would love to I see any sort of you, innovations uh, I, un- occur here. I understand here. entertainment of the future. I know if I'm in, I'm already thinking of a po- post quarantine world, Armin. I like the idea of the VR reunion actually a lot. Right? Yeah, I like it a lot. Well, take and my it could be viewed it, live. It could be viewed Te- live. Elon Tesla, take my money. Yeah, you you could view it live on you know some stream, or yeah. you could view the edited version later that they'll put that. on Bravo TV. I love that. Pay a little extra money, pay per view to get into that VIP unedited reunion. The full like nine hour behemoth yeah. of a reunion. People don't realize there. it's that long. It's With actually your ridiculously beef jerky long. And like water, like mm, I've got my rations for you know this reunion. Going to be sitting here all nine hours. You can like change between like camera guy, lighting guy, sound guy, audience member Andy Cohen. Like you can choose who you want to be. <laughs> no, nobody's Rotate Andy. Through. Andy's Andy. Only Andy can, can sit, be Andy. You're watching. You get to sit right under and look up at Andy, and you're like, oh. <laughs> well, I love it. We'll we'll submit it to uh, Bravo after I the think podcast. It's great. I right. think it's a great idea. That's how I'm going to make my money with this uh, <laughs> with this quarantine. <laughs> Ideas for Bravo. Okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening and for having us back. We're so excited to be back. Me and Armin will be um, podcasting together on. Um, this summer house, um, Twib. What else are we doing together, me and you? We're doing those. Uh, Camille and I will be covering Top Chef. Ryan and I will be doing Vanderpump Rules, but you and you and I will also be doing some Vanderpump Rules, just yes. depending on the week and the scheduling. And you'll be doing Family Karma and Shaws of Sunset with Matthew. I yes, think, I think that's I everything, right? And then I you think- and me will be back for Roni, of course, as well. And when Beverly Hills comes, well, that will be on the docket too. So, guys, don't worry. We know you guys are trapped just like us. And we want to just reach out and know that we're going to be here. and We're going to be giving you content any way we can. We love you. Make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. 
Follow us on social media. We'll be posting on social media. I'll be doing some videos on our Instagram a bunch. So if you want to follow that, search at H-O-T in beer, A-V-O-D. And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada on Instagram and Twitter. Follow and we will see y'all next time.